Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Show will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. <laughs> Got a radio show. You know, today I was thinking of uh, what I would say today, and it, and it just dawned on me this way, and I just want to share this with everybody listening. You've got to get some help to make it through life. I cannot imagine where I would be if it was not for the help of my God. If it wasn't for his grace and mercy, if I did not have the ability to lean on him in all the times I've had to lean on him, which has become a daily basis, I have no idea where I would be. But clearly, I know for a matter of fact, I would not be here today. You have got to get some help to get through this thing called life. I am begging you to look into it, man. You've got to form a relationship with God. Without a relationship with God, this thing called life is daunting at times. I don't care who you are. I know I'm speaking the truth right now because, listen, no matter who you are, what job title you have, what aspirations you may have. I don't care what your educational background is or is not. It does not matter. If you don't get a real relationship going on with God, I don't see how you can make it. So many people are faking and fronting out here like they got it going on and you don't know. And you really don't know. How many people that you think in your neighborhood had it going on because you saw a car pull up in the driveway or their house look bigger or the grass is cut nicer and you only find out that a foreclosure sign on their house too? 
See, you don't know. The mask that people put on to parade around in is for appearance sakes. So a lot of people you looking at that you think got it going on, who might be the pattern of success that you want to trace, you got to be real careful with that because it may not be as it appears to be. But one thing is for sure, no matter what's going on in your life, I know that behind whatever mask I'm wearing or I realize that no matter what the appearances may be, that on the other side of me, I'm going to be just fine. See, you may be outwardly people hating on you, talking about you, dragging your name through the mud. Look, man, people can say stuff about you. Most people talking about you don't even know you. They just participating in it. You can have that appearance going on. But behind you, within you, if you have a relationship with God, it don't matter. Because you can be all right. I've seen it get real stormy on the outside for me. But on the inside, I just had the feeling I was going to be all right. See, that's what the relationship gives you, man. It gives you the confidence to know that the things that you're going through are temporary. That it's just a space that you happen to be in. Like I said the other day, you got to remember something. The road to success is always under construction. You might as well get ready for that. If you're planning on changing, getting better, doing something about your health, if, if you decide, hey, look, I just would like to live a longer, more prosperous life, or hey, I want to make X amount of dollars, or hey, man, I'm going to stop staying out in these streets and I'm going to come home and treat my family the way they ought to be treated. I don't care what decision you make. When you strike out on that road to success, it's under construction, partner. There's barrels out there. There's wide turns. There's detours. You know, it's, it's, it's men out there holding signs saying, slow down. Sometimes they put the stop sign up. You got to wait and watch people go by you on the other side. Then before you can take off again. You've all been on the road with construction on it. It can be so frustrating. And the whole time you on that road, I know when I'm on the road with under construction, I'm always thinking of an alternative path. I ain't ever sat in traffic under construction, man, and thought of if I get off on this exit, where would it take me? Not knowing, but just, man, could I keep moving if I go that way? That's a dangerous thing sometimes, see. Because oftentimes when we get off the road of success and we take that other path, we get further and further off course. Because wasn't no detour sign for that. Just a decision I made on my own because I don't like sitting here. Sometimes I don't have the patience I ought to have. So I've taken some what I thought might be shortcuts. But I got to tell you something. Ain't no shortcuts on the road to success. Even the detour signs wind up taking you a little bit out your way and loop back around. I remember one time I was coming from Las Vegas. And uh, there was an uh, some type of chemical spill in a truck. And uh, you could almost see the smoke up ahead, very faint. So they detoured us through the desert. And we had to go all the way around. And I drove, man, like an hour and a half out of the way. And when, when they entered us back on the freeway where we were to go back to L.A., soon as I got at that exit to get back on the freeway, I looked right there, and there the accident was. Now, it was an hour and a half, an hour 45, all the way around in that desert 
to get back to almost the same place. But it was the best way to go because, see, that was the route to take. And that's what you got to understand about trying to make the right decision to be successful, that the road to success is always under construction. You're going to have to go around a little bit. So quit, stop being impatient with, I don't want to go around. I'm going to go this way. You go that way if you want to. Just follow the detour signs. See, because somebody that came up this road before, you have. Somebody done traveled the road already, and they took the way around. And yeah, it seemed like it's a longer way, and you want to make that other decision. But stay on the road to success. It's under construction, man. That's just the way it goes. Don't lose your patience and try to create a shortcut for yourself. I'm going to go away. Ain't nobody ever gone. Wait, hold up, partner. You really think you're going to do that? Listen, there's oftentimes a lot of rewards when you go the least travel path. But the road to success is the least travel path. That's what you keep getting mixed up. You keep thinking if you go another way. No, no. Stay on the road to success. That is the least travel path. It's under construction. You can go out there with your machete if you want to. Talking about cutting new trails. You think the road to success is under construction. Take the other route and get that machete out and see how long you be out there trying to cut a path. Sometimes, man, you you just got to stay patient. The road to success has been traveled before by millions of people in front of you. Everybody that has some setbacks in life. But don't get off the road of success just because you having some setbacks. Just because you see some orange barrels up. Just because there's some men out there with vests on. What that got to do with you? Everybody. Everybody that's trying to be successful is on that road. Your relationship with God helps you guide yourself around the barrels. It helps you have the patience to go around that away. He going to get you back where you got to be. But you got to go out there so you can learn some things. See, you need God to make it in life because the road to success is always under construction. He calms you down when the barrels is up. He lets you know it's going to be all right. He rewards you with the patience to finish because he's going to get you right back where you need to be and you can get on with where you was going, okay? All right, y'all. We're going to try that today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up right now, Roscoe Wallace, who is involved in the $3 trillion lawsuit against the entire music industry, claiming publishing rights, rights, and all songs that were hits were his. Ladies and gentlemen, he is here to unveil another hit that he is involving in the lawsuit. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you so much, Steve Harvey, giving me the platform, do a thing, everything. Here we go. One, two, can you stand the rain? Oh, sunny days. I don't know what happened. Listen, baby, can you stand in the rain? Ah, there we go. Thanks, Steve. Another hit. All of them owe me that new edition, Bobby. Robert, Transvent, Bell, Bill, DeVoe, all that. And every last one of them. Wrote another anyway. hit, never got a quarter, can stand the rain. All that. I want to thank y'all for having me be here tomorrow. All the songs that's included in the lawsuit will be on right here on Steve Armando. Because Steve knows, and I appreciate Steve. Give me a chance to come out here, do my thing. 
Morning, lady. Didn't mean not to speak to you. Hey, Carl, I know you don't care for me. Never have. I thought Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis as usual, <laughs> you thought wrong. That's another wrong thought you didn't have. You the Kanye of this radio show. <laughs> I'll see y'all tomorrow with another hit. <laughs> I'ma win this money. <laughs> I love it. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Okay. Let me ask you something. Uh-huh. And I don't know how to do it. I'm, I know I know you're not the best Christian, but I just want to get your opinion on it. You uh-huh. know, h- how long should we pray for people if you don't see no change? Mm. Oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah see. <laughs> and now it, there is levels to praying for people who don't change. Mm-hmm. Uh, like your children, you have to continue to pray. Okay. Pray mm-hmm. without ceasing. Okay. Now that's a top, that's a top tier level answer, Christian. Okay. On the lower end of the Christianity spectrum, where I usually operate, uh, if 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 I know you and I pray for you, mm-hmm. and I see you the next time, yeah, and you ain't changed, <laughs> I have no more prayers for you. I, I ain't got no more time for you, dog. Cause I got other stuff I can be talking to God about. Cause I still ain't got this. This financial goal I'm trying for. We can go back to talking about that right there. But as far as you go, I think I'm done with you. Yeah, one time, and if I see you next time, maybe the answer to that prayer is no. Yeah. Maybe maybe I need to move on. Sometimes you have to accept God's will. We keep praying for you. You know, well, I'm not going to keep on. Maybe God just told me no. You know, and I just, I have to accept that. You know, so. I love it. Yeah, That's how time. I feel, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank Coming you. Up. Appreciate you asking. <laughs> 32 minutes after the One hour. One time. The nephew would run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time to run that prank back with the nephew. What you got for us, Nev? Your wife. Today. Oh, my God. She fine as hell. <laughs> Your wife is fine as hell. Hmm. Yes. You got nothing, yes. Tommy. Yeah. Nothing. How you like that title, though, Jay? Your wife is fine. I love it. You know, I, you don't have to ever ask me about anything. Thank you. It's great. Thank you, Jay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Okay, let's go, cat dog. Your wife <laughs> is fine as hell. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Daryl. Yeah, this is Daryl. Who is this? Hey, Daryl, how you doing? My name is Alonzo, man. I, um... Work for a uh, liquor distributing company. I, I do uh, dist- uh, liquor distribution. How you doing today? Um, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good, man. What, what can I do for you? Hey, we're, we're we're putting together a big big event, man, with uh, vodka, and Uh-oh. they're throwing a they're throwing a huge pool party. And like I say, I've been I'm in the liquor business, man. I've been doing it for for quite some years now, and you know we're always trying to do different type of uh, publicity and really get the hype up. And what we're trying to do, man, is is really get people to come out to this bashing party because it's the first quarter of 2020. We want it to be a one to remember. And uh, oh, I know so you're trying to invite me out there. No, 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 no. You're I, I I go to the bank. I go to the bank where your where your wife works at, Kendra. Oh, and okay, what we're trying to do is have. I mean, we want our flyer and slash poster to be 
something really, really memorable, something that's going to really draw people in. And okay. you know, have this, this thing is going to be all over social media, the whole nine yards. So we're trying to see, I, you know, I, a buddy of mine told me that he kind of knew of you or had a, had a uh, number on you. And I was like, cool, let me reach out to him. He, he told me you were Kendra's husband. So I want yeah, to I'm a husband. You. So I don't understand what my wife's got to do with this whole thing. Okay, what I'm trying to do is see if you're cool with Kendra being on our flyer, man. I mean, because your wife is fine as shit. So we want to put what? her on the flyer. And, whoa, whoa, and, whoa. And, uh, what you mean my wife is fine as shit? What, what you mean? By, whoa, 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 you going to call me up and talk about my wife, huh? to get your wife we want to get her through a photo shoot in a bikini so we can put it whoa, whoa, whoa. hell no you ain't using my wife in no bikini to put on no flyer you out your damn mind that's my wife man respect me What's okay, wrong okay, with you? okay 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 hold on man hold on man why are you tripping like this bro why are you tripping like my this? wife my wife ain't gonna be in no damn no flyer for no party man what the you think this is what the wrong with you okay bro bro you know what, man? I tried to call you and give you the respect. I mean, I, I it don't sound like it. I, well, well, okay. Look, I, I didn't call for no argument. I just, I just talked to Kendra when I go to the bank tomorrow and see if she want to do it. Oh, oh, he, oh, you gonna go to my wife's job at the bank? That's what you gonna do? Okay. I'm just, go ahead I'm, and go I'm just, because I'll be there too, and I'm gonna make a deposit with my foot in your ass. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Hold on, man. We we paying we paying five thousand dollars for the photo session. Okay? I don't care what the you paying. No amount of money's gonna let me put my wife, the mother of my children, on no poster in no bikini. I don't care how much you paying. Kiss my ass before I let you do that. Okay, okay, bro. Okay, so listen, Darren. I ain't gonna really go back and forth with you, man. I was calling you trying to be a man. I feel the I'm same way. Okay, well, I, I'm trying to be man to man with you and just, you know, throw the opportunity at you. I, I'm, I'm now you throwing it back at me with with disrespect. I mean, opportunity for my wife to be a side? Nah, no, I don't want none of that. Okay, man. No, your wife fine as hell. People are. Bro, here. you need to quit telling me how fine my wife is. Okay. Who the f gave you my phone number in the first place? I do, okay? do. I got. Uh, hey, man. That, uh, evidently, that's all null and void at this point. All right, that don't uh, even matter at this point. The boy, the, the, okay. issue on the, the issue on the table is I want to take some pictures of Ken. Let me know when you plan on going to my wife's job at the bank. Let me know when you're going to bring your black ass down there so I can be there, okay? Nobody calls another brother up talking about how fine his wife is, okay? I told you no. Now, you should have just stopped right there, but you're going to keep on talking about my wife. Okay, so let me say this, dog. Tommy is the one that said your wife was fine as hell. That's the one brought all this to our attention at the meeting. Tommy is the one that said your wife was fine as hell, dog. Tommy? Who the f is Tommy? Tommy said your wife is fine as hell. That's what that's Well, Tommy can get his ass too. Who is Tommy? You Don't you take your wife to work in the morning? Let me know when you're going to bring your black ass down there. Okay. And? Now, what y'all be, be listening to on the way to work? What radio we, station y'all be listening to? We be listening to... <laughs>
man. She told me, she said, we listen to y'all every morning on the way to work. He drops me off and he goes to work. She said, Tommy, you've got to get it. I said, well, you got to let me know. What what do he love the most? She said, me. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that right now after this call. Yeah, we love you, man. Oh, uh, man. We love you back, baby. Keep listening to Steve Harvey morning. So tell me this, bro. What is the baddest radio show in the land, man? What is it, Daryl? It's Steve Harvey with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> Y'all can thank me later. Just thank me later. That's you see all. why? I'm good. You see why I'm with him? Do you see why? <laughs> that's, your, that's your man, 50 grand. That's your man. See why I follow him? Okay. <laughs> love it, like love it, love it. You are. Yep, explains a lot of stuff, both of you. Mm. That's greatness right there, Steve. That's greatness. Yeah. I think it's Come on over greatness. here. Come on over here and get stupid with us, Steve. If there was another Every word that would replace great, go with that. Now, I'm mm-hmm. going to let y'all two go on to be the Kanye of this show. <laughs> yeah. All right, coming up it, next, thank you, Could there be another you. word greater than great? Because it <laughs> is. That's what it is. You and Tommy are the Kanye of this show. <laughs> Wait a minute. You what? just said Hollywood. How all three of us going to be No, no, no. Coming yeah, up next, Kanye it is Ask the CLO with Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, a very special guest is one of TV's most popular judges, Judge Faith Jenkins. She's discussing her new book, Sis Don't Settle. She says that love is one case where you don't settle, but right now we have love questions for our CLO. All right, here we go. Tracy and Ladera says, I just started out in the entertainment industry, so I have two roommates in a one-bedroom apartment. I live with two guys, and they're twins. I have the bedroom, and they sleep on an air mattress. Girls come to visit them, and they do kinky things in the living room. Is it weird that they know I'm in the room and they still do it? Should I try taking them or talking to them or mind my own business for now? Well, if it's your house, you can set house rules. Uh, They know you in there. They know you in there. What they're hoping for is that Come this piques your curiosity. And it has. That's what they're hoping for. <laughs> and it has, because you're talking about they doing kinky stuff in there. You know what's going on in there. Yeah. You can call it kinky, but you know what's going on in there. Come on. Now, you know, if you want to make some rules about your house, you're more than welcome to do that. But, you know. Why you got them people in her living room, though? Why does she have them in the living room, Carl, uh, Shirley? Because it's, it's, they only have one bedroom. Three people are living there. Okay, she well, got the I bedroom, mean, right? Yeah, well, I mean, did they all agree to stay there? She said she just started out, so she has two roommates and a one-bedroom apartment. Well, here's what you need to do. You need to restart, and you don't need roommates. Because you're going to get drug into this mess. You can talk to them about it, but what they're going to tell you is we all paying the same rent up in here. Mm. And we and you all did not establish those rules in the beginning. Yeah. And that's the problem you're going to have. I'd go back home, my mama get out of there before you wind up <laughs> in something just <laughs> really ill. That living room nasty, though. You know that, don't you? You know how nasty. Do you know how nasty this living room is? <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Jay in Lexington says, my son and I are at odds because he chooses to date a woman that is 11 years older than him. He's 24 and this woman has three children and has been married twice. 
My wife said it is just a fling, but she doesn't understand why I'm irritated. My son works part-time and he's in school. So if he needs extra money to take care of his new little family, it comes out of my pocket. I think he's in way over his head. How do I get my son away from her? Uh, well, you, he is in way over his head. Yeah. He's in a situation that he don't even have mental capacity to grip. First of all, they're not your kids, which is not the problem. You could date a woman to have kids that's not yours. That's not the problem. The problem is she's been married before. You know nothing about that. You know nothing about the direction of the uh, relationship with the daddy and of the kids. You don't have the ability to raise kids. And you in here, man, because you done got whipped. <laughs> y'all, What you ought to do, man, is just sit your son down and go, listen, son, here's where this is headed. And explain to him, you're in over your head. You will never be able to catch up from where you are to make enough money to support this system as the man and the head of a household. You're having a household heaped on you that you don't have the capacity to take care of or provide for. And I can assure you don't because right now you have a part-time job. Part-time job don't take care of you. If this goes any further, what you're going to be saddled and burdened with, you will never understand. It's going to cripple you. You're going to have to get out of college. You're going to have to stop all your dreams and stuff, put them on hold to try to be something that you're not equipped to be. And I'm going to quit money for that family. Yeah. I'm going to shut that down. I'm and I'll go get some little finally young girl and reintroduce him so he can get up out this old lady <laughs> ass house. But the things he's learning. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> that's what you got out of it, Jay. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Morris in Hattiesburg, Mississippi says, my wife and I moved into a new home in August and won yard of the month for November. The guy across the street has won for the past six months and he stood at the end of his yard and said, my yard looks like a hot mess and there's no way I beat him. I crossed the street and walked up on him. He put his finger in my face and said to get the F off his property. I almost snapped, but my wife was outside. I'm definitely going back over there and get in his face. Should I slap the ship out of him? For uh-huh. what? Hey, dog, you won yard of the month. You ain't got to slap him. You already slapped him from, you took the title. He had won it six months in a row. What are you fighting for? Now, either one of y'all gonna be able to do the yard next, next, next month if you're in jail. You got yard of the month. Go over there for what? His yard look a mess. It's no way. Yes, it is a way. They don't like him. They've been waiting on somebody to come and take the title. <laughs> Standing over there with them black socks on with them sandals on, talking about there's no way you could have won. Your yard look a mess. Well, nobody like that outfit you got on. Going over here fighting over yard of dog. Listen to me. Hire some kids. Over yard of the month. Wait, wait, wait. How some kids to do what? <laughs> this is what you got to do, man, because we did this as children. Get you some kids from a whole nother neighborhood. At night, let them hide them. Give them some cherry bombs and some M.A.s. <laughs> Plant them in the fire blade. Light them. Get on their bikes and ride off. You're going to win yard of the month next month, too. This stuff ain't going to be able to grow back in time. I'm just telling you, man. I like that. Do you hear this, 
I just got yeah. some stuff right here. I'm telling you right now, you ain't never finna win y'all no more. Nah. The wet toilet paper he helped you. It's over. Yeah. Oh, he don't know. He don't know. But one night I'm gonna come by, just throw some deep in that front front yard. Some deep. You don't even understand, dog. I got something for you. Pardon? Rent a goat. Just rent a goat. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yard, no. Dog, you ain't finna. Dog, you not finna win y'all no more. No more. I ain't got to go over there and slap you. <laughs> he gonna win back to back. He gonna be back. Dog, to he gonna win back to back, man. Well, I'm, I'm gonna pause back-to-back. in your grass. <laughs> <laughs> Going on. Three right. o'clock in the morning, man. I know just what to throw in the middle of that yard. You ain't got to worry about grass growing that. Never no damn mo. He gonna have to retail his whole yard. He ain't gonna be ready to participate the next year. I'm finna win yard of the month rest of the year. And you better not try to put up no damn Christmas lights. I promise you that. It's another battle. Oh my god. I mean, you some rock salt. I'll just throw it in there. You ain't got to worry about this grass. Kill everything. Everything. Oh, everything dude. must die. Mm. I yeah. have heard it all on this show. Gas. Oh, yeah. You said this shit. Gas. A little small bag of fire ants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they immediately start making a house. <laughs> they ain't going to live on top of this grass. A bag of fire ants. They gonna make oh, a house. The they starts him. immediately. No, you ain't got to slap him. Listen to me, boy. <laughs> we gotta go. <laughs> All right, thank you, Cielo. Coming up at the top of the hour, our special guest will be Judge Faith Jenkins and her brand new book, Sis, Don't Settle. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, our special guest uh, is a friend of mine. She's an attorney, a legal commentator, and she's host of the popular courtroom TV series, Divorce Court. Well, she now adds the title of author to her resume. She's got a brand new book out. The name of the book is called Sis, Don't Settle, How to Stay Smart in Matters of the Heart. Oh, my goodness. Sound like a winner to me. One more time. Sis, Don't Settle. How to Stay Smart in the Matters of the Heart. And in the book, she talks about how women should refuse to give in and settle for anything less than authentic love. Lord, have mercy. Let's find out more about the book. Please welcome to the show my friend, uh, Judge Faith Jenkins. Good morning, Good morning. Steve. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. How are you? Judge, how you doing? I'm doing great. Excited to be with you this morning. Now, before we get into the book, for everybody that don't know, I've been friends with Judge Faith. She's been on my talk show many times. Uh, she's also married to a really, really cool brother. You all all know Kenny Latimo, <laughs> hey, oh. yeah. who has written one of the greatest wedding songs of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations on that. But Faith, let's get into it. Uh, we know you as the host of uh, Divorce Court, and mm-hmm. you sell a lot of cases, right? But in this new book, you say that that's entitled Sister Don't Settle. Mm-hmm. You say that love is the one case where we're not supposed to settle. That's right. So just get into that. Seems like this is a roadmap on what to do. Tell us a little bit more. Yes, yeah, Steve. I got married, as you mentioned, last year. So it's been a year and eight months. I, I want to take credit for every month I've been married. I waited mm. a long time. <laughs> and, um, you know, being single for uh, the time that I was, you know, I dated for 15 years. And I remember when I turned 35, people really started asking me from people I knew, family members, even strangers on the street, well, why aren't you married? Why are you still single? And uh, it was a question that 
started to weigh on me because I thought, is this something, is being single something I need to explain? Is, is being single something I need to get out of? Am I not supposed to be single? Is everyone supposed to be married? And if you're really not careful as a single woman, you can start letting the negative insinuations weigh on you and start to make you feel like if you're not married by a certain age, it's a byproduct of something that's off within you. So the first part of the book is really to encourage women to embrace every stage of their life that being single is not a rest stop in your life where you're not living or you're just waiting to live when you get a man. So that's the first part of the book. And I used to go home, you know, the holidays are coming up. People are going to go home for the holidays. I used to go home and I had a an Aunt Frida. Now, she's been divorced since 1967. But when I <laughs> when I come home, she'd ask me why I was single. And, you know, just having to deal with the questioning. And so uh -huh. I, I talk about how you deal with it. Wow. That might help a lot of people. Now, you also note in the book, Sis Don't Settle, it's not for women that are trying to catch a man. Mm -hmm. And it's not for a woman that's trying to hold a player captive in a short-lived relationship. Let's talk about that. Who is the book written for? The book is written for women like me who I didn't have a, a lot of great standards of what a healthy, loving relationship looked like growing up. So when I was dating, I had to figure out a lot of things through trial and error. And now hosting divorce court, having all this professional experience, working in family court in New York, I wanted to write a book that would really provide um, a roadmap and a guide for women to make smart decisions in their relationships, especially when you're trying to figure it out on your own. And so um, I, I really wanted to provide this guide so that people would understand when you make the proper self-assessment about yourself, you will choose better. And instead of falling in love, you'll walk in it mm. with your eyes wide open. Mm. Mm. Okay, so here's the next point I want to get to because this sounds so interesting to me. You point out in the book, listen to this, ladies, that high-value women attract high-value men. Uh-oh. That's a true statement. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Come on, Judge Faith. Well, Talk to me. because I used to think, oh, I've got to find the right person. And then I realized I had to turn that thinking around. It's more important that you become that you focus on becoming the right person than finding the right person. Because when you become the right person, when you know how to communicate well as a single person, it's going to reflect in your relationships. When you know how to resolve conflict as a single person, that's going to reflect in your relationship. Mm. So when you are becoming a better person overall, not only is it going to reflect in your relationships, but you are going to be um, more quick to assess, Steve, when someone is or is not a good match for you, when they are not or are not compatible for you early on because you will recognize the red flags and when you see the red flags you won't sit back and say well okay i see a red flag but how how red is that red flag mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I i really yeah. need to know what what hue of red is this no yeah. you're gonna know a red flag means stop that means pivot it means go another direction wow you know that kind of uh that statement reminded me of a, a woman I had on the show one time, and she said, ladies, please stop. Stop collecting red flags. You're not supposed to collect them. So I think that's a great thing. Hey, listen, uh, the book, everybody, is called Sis Don't Settle. Now, listen to me. It covers strong, independent women and the men who love them. It covers uh, what's worse than a bad relationship. It covers becoming the right person to attract the right person. It covers subconscious beliefs that keep you settling. It covers everything. 
I think it's a book, ladies, you agree? A book that's worth a read? All right, so here we go. Steve Harvey Nation, the book is called Sis Don't Settle, How to Stay Smart in Matters of the Heart. It's available everywhere books are sold. You can go on Amazon. You can go to Kindle. You can download it. But let's go on and help this sister run this book up the charts. The name of the book, again, is Sis Don't Settle. It's by Judge Faith Jenkins. Judge Faith, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. All righty. Yeah. All right, coming up in 20 minutes, we're going to look into the crazy mind of one J. Anthony Brown right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, introduce your friend. Time to go into his mind. Well, here he is, J. Anthony Brown. You can do better than that, man. You really can mm. do better than that. Like really. don't, don't bring my dude out really. like that, man. That ain't right. Lackluster. <laughs> you know... Yeah. <laughs> Y'all have no idea what he's fitting to say, so I I just prepare mine. Try not Let's to be watch. as supportive as you would want to because you don't know where this is going. I've been okay. around this dude okay. a long time. I right, watch this. So ladies and gentlemen, J. Anthony Brown. Thank you, thank you, thank you. First of all, I'm blessed and highly favored to have two, count them, two TV shows. That's right, Assistant Living and the Steve Harvey Judge Show, thank you very much. Whoa, am I blessed? Whoa, am I blessed? Ask me, am I blessed? No, you ain't got to ask me. I'm blessed. (laughs) The holidays are coming up, which Uh means you may encounter somebody your ass cannot stand at a party or gathering or whatever. They don't like you. You don't like them. You know it. Somebody else invited they behind. What you need to do is keep your distance from that damn person. They in the living room, go in the kitchen. They in the kitchen, go in the living room. Don't go there to fight, but don't go there to back down from a fight. Work on your snappy comebacks so if they come out the side of their neck at you, be prepared to go for the juggler. You got to hit hard. You got to say something to them that make the whole damn room go, damn, <laughs> damn. Yeah. Oh, whoa. You know, like somebody, their kids, a, a deceased relative, or everybody got a slow child that ain't doing good in school. You got to hit that. <laughs> you got to go in what? on that. The juggler, Jay. You gotta go deep in on neighbor behind. Jay, do you have now, the it? holidays? The holidays are this. Every holiday, every holiday, somebody, somebody get their behind whoop. Yeah. What you wanna yeah. do is make sure it's not you. Okay? You wanna <laughs> leave with a plate, not an ass whooping, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you want to leave with a nice plate with aluminum fall on top. <laughs> Not your ass whoop. These are my holiday tips. I'll have more every time I'm here. Am I blessed? Ask me, am I blessed? You ain't got to ask me. I'm blessed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Woo! Yeah. All right. Woo! Be prepared for holidays. I'll be back with more holiday tips. It's just some of them. 
All right. Well, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 34 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, actor and former 106 and Park host Terrence J was targeted by armed robbers just outside of Sherman Oaks, California home Wednesday morning. This was early in the morning as he's re- returned um, from being out around 3 a.m. A Jeep with four men inside blocked Terrence J in, according to reports. Then one of the men ordered him at gunpoint to get out of his vehicle. Terrence J refused. Uh, to get out, and instead he sped off. Terrence J. told police that suspects followed behind him and fired gunshots at his car. This is what's going on. Thankfully, he was unharmed. A wave of follow-home robberies in and around the city prompted the L.A. Police Department to warn residents and visitors alike about what officials describe as ongoing uh, crime trends. Okay, this wow. is one of those. I didn't uh, know Follow-home robberies. The city has seen a spike in crimes where victims have been followed home from nightclubs and expensive restaurants. They've been robbed of jewelry and designer handbags. So that's what's but going on But let me take my hat off to my young frat brother, Terrence J. Get out the car. No, no. we're not doing that. And he sped off. Yeah. Gangster. Mm-hmm. Now, I ain't saying right. that's how everybody ought to do it. But bro was in there thinking, no, no, get out, and then what y'all going to do? No, yeah. I'm going to stay in here. I'm going to speed off. Mm-hmm. Wow. Ooh, that's crazy. That's scary. Get that's out scary. the car. That's really scary. Terrence J., congratulations, yeah. brother, for thinking on your feet. Yeah. Now, this ain't going to happen no more. Let me call it. Let me call it. But wow. but, he, but 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 he's a, he's, a, he's a smart young brother, man. And praise God that nothing happened. That, yeah. that was yeah. God's wings covering you. Because yeah. you don't know what these fools is out here doing now. Oh, man. Yeah. You don't know who's watching you. You have no idea. You don't know who's watching you. Right. Right. Just going to have a good time. Eat or whatever. But there's a wave of them going on in L.A., they say. Yes. Follow home robberies is what they're called. Wow. Follow home robberies. So be careful. I mean... You know, now you got to be careful when you go out. Do you wear your expensive watch? Do you wear your expensive, you know, your diamond earrings? You know, it's just a lot. The d- designer handbags, all of that. They're stealing all of that. Mm. Like, scary times we're living in. Yeah. It's really crazy. Yeah, but like you said, Steve, good for Terrence J for thinking on his feet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't get out this car. Because, you know, I often think about situations, you know, and I'm not giving this advice to anybody handle it the way you're going to handle it, but if I'm walking down the street and you say get in the van, I'm not getting in the van. Because there's nothing good for me can happen if I get in this van. We're going to stay out here on this sidewalk in front of all these people. Because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not getting in the van. And if you grab me, I'm finna do like them babies do. I'm finna just get turned into dead weight. I'm finna just drop in the floor. You're gonna have a hard time bidding my big ass up in that van. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you that hollering. right Start now. Right oh, it's gonna be a dog. It's gonna be a whole lot of We not getting in the van, though. The van. <laughs> the van. Saws and stuff scary. in the van. The plastic bag, duct tape in the van. No, we ain't gonna do that. We're gonna do all what we gonna do out here on this side. Yeah. This is just Steve yeah, you talking. You might get me in the van, but it's going to be messy once I get in that van. You know, might yeah. you might put me out. I don't know how you're going to be able to hang on to me. I really don't, because I'm going to be slipping. I can promise you that, because I'm going to have so much 
This is going to be so much myself. on me. Urine and feces. There's no way you're going to be able to hold me. I'm going to be slipping, mm-hmm. slobbling. I'm probably going <laughs> to throw up. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have with you. so much damn moisture. Yeah. Now, I don't know how you're going to hold me, man. I'm, yeah, you're going to have to hose me down. Urinating. Stranger danger. In the L.A. area, please be aware of what's going on. They're called follow home careful. I'm blowing yeah, whistles, all this. I'm flapping my lips. I got big ass lips. Man. If I blow my lips real hard, boy, sound like you know. Man, a lot of people turn. Brrr, a lot of people turn around, man. I flap my lips like that real hard. Yeah. yeah. And holler. In <laughs> here, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get some help over to me. Is all I'm saying. It's coming up next, the nephew and the prank phone call. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, the hood, the bad, and the bougie. All right? We'll get into that in just a little bit. But right now, it is time for the nephew and the prank phone call. What you got, Neff? I got Diva Lounge. Diva Lounge. Uh-huh. Okay. Cat dog, if you would. Take us to the lounge. This is Larnetta. Yeah, uh, Larnetta, I'm trying to, um, you you the one on the Diva Lounge, right? Yes, sir, I do. Okay, my aunt trying to, um, my Aunt Phyllis was trying to get an appointment, say y'all re- rejected her or something like that on getting an appointment. Uh, for, uh, for uh, la- this past Saturday, she wanted to get get in and get her get her hair did. I'm sorry, sir. No one rejected her. Right now, I'm not accepting any new clients. Hold on. What? So what? What do you mean you're not accepting no clients? I don't, that's the part I'm not trying to understand. Cause my ain't Phyllis, you know, she done called up there like two times from what she telling me about she can't get in there uh to diva lounge that she can't get in there and get her hair done because every time she calls, they saying that she, they, you know ain't won't nobody uh, uh take her or give her an appointment. Sir, I am the only stylist at the Diva Lounge, and right now I am not accepting any new clients. I am so sorry for your aunt, but there are other salons in the area, but right now I am not accepting any new clients. No, no, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait a minute. No, that. My auntie wanted, she want to come there. that. that. Who the hell are you cursing? I'm just saying this here. My auntie trying to get her weave. My auntie trying to get her weave done. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. You you just cursed me out for no apparent reason. I just no, told I, you. I, told I just you. said f- that because basically what I'm trying to say is I don't understand how it is you can't get my any hair done. She's trying to get her weave done so she can be right for church. So I don't understand the problem. But the problem is your f- attacking me. How the hell are you gonna call me talking about your damn aunt wants a damn appointment? But you cursing me out. You won't be able to get an appointment with me talking to me like that. Now, okay, so, what I so said, what's, what's, excuse what, what's, me, what? excuse me, let me talk, because you just cursed me out. Now you're going to hear what I have to say. Sir, I'm not accepting any new clients at this time. Now, she could have called, but right now I'm not. I'm just not accepting any new clients. I apologize, but there's nothing else I can do. I work on Hold on, because you know what? I already know the deal, because I didn't already ask around town. You, you got all these, everybody over there got all these. Big time cars, Beamers, and Range Rovers. So them the people, them only the people you do. You can't what? do. So my my ain't yeah, a regular person. Lady. You can't do no. Listen, let me tell you one damn thing. I don't discriminate. I don't give a damn what you drive. Yeah, you can drive a damn Ford Pinto for all I care. I don't. Right now, sir, my damn schedule is booked, and I cannot take any more new clients. There are a thousand damn salons in Montgomery that you can go to. 
Okay, let me let me let me let me say let me say this to you. Uh, uh, what's your name again? Larnetta. Let me tell you this right here. I'm gonna bring my auntie. I'm gonna bring my auntie up there. I'm bringing my auntie. Hey, you 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 gonna shut up while I'm talking? Hey, look, I'm gonna bring my auntie up there. I'm sorry, say what? No, nah, no, nah, but you ain't finna just reject my auntie. She's trying to get her idea for church. Okay, hold on. All professionalism is about to go out the door with your Now, I have been trying to be professional with your since you just called me. But you, you insist on cursing me out, and I haven't done anything to you. I have simply said, sir, I cannot take on any new clients. But you insist on cursing me out. Listen, uh, I insist. I, ins I insist on somebody doing my any hair. Somebody go put my anyway. another damn salon. You won't get it done here. I'm trying oh, to no, tell oh, you. Oh no, sir. you gonna you gonna do it? Cause I'm gonna bring my any up there on I'm Saturday. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. How the hell you gonna make me? What you gonna make um, me? You gonna do what? You gonna do what you, you got to do? Somebody gonna put somebody yeah, gonna put this weave in my any hair. I'm telling you now, I can go from zero to 100 real quick. I'm trying to be professional with your ass, but right now that's going out the door. Because right now you being so disrespectful to me. Let me say this again. Saturday, I'm coming up there. Somebody put my auntie weave in her head. Weave? Sir, I don't do weave. I only do short hair. That's what I specialize in. That's my strength. So you definitely have to find another salon. I don't do weave. Period. Who the f*** out of house salon don't do no weed? Who do that Me. 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 I don't do no damn That don't make no damn sense. What kind of damn hairstylist? You just a short hairstylist. That don't make no damn sense. Well, that's what the f*** I specialize in. As a matter of fact, I'm damn good at it. Ask around. If you, you research me, you've already done your damn research on Ask around. Google me. That's what you do. Google me. I'm the best at this
down there. That is me. Send a shout out to Montgomery, Alabama, home of one of my dearest, dearest friends, the legendary Greg Calhoun, man. God, every time I hear about Montgomery, I think of my dog. Montown, baby. My dog, man. Boy, I miss that boy right there, man. That's one. Hey, man, I probably never had a a greater friend in my life, man. Never. Never had a greater friend in my life, man. Man, good dude. All right. All right, coming up next, Strawberry Letters, subject, the hood, the bad, and the bougie. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter, and if you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right right now. (laughs) That's for you, Jay. You never know. It could be yours. You never know. (laughs) You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, the hood, the bad, and the bougie. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met a very beautiful woman that is hood and bougie. She's a bad dresser. She has a bad figure. She's got a bad ride, and she's got a mean walk. I mean bad as in good, Steve, real good. We met at a lounge, and she stood out from her group of girlfriends. She was poised and graceful, and I watched her sip wine while her friends were all loudly chanting and taking shots. Um, she walked past me to get to the bar and I followed her so I could buy her a drink. Hell, I bought her a whole bottle. We sat at the bar and talked a minute and she gave me a business card so I could come by her nail salon and get a manicure. I walked her to her car and she kissed me on the cheek. I was in heaven. And as soon as the nail salon opened, I called to make an appointment. I knew the salon wasn't in the best part of town, but I still wanted to see my girl again. When I walked in, the receptionist looked at me like I was lost. She rolled her eyes and she pointed to my girl. My girl looked totally different from the night before. Her hair was in cornrows and she had on a bodysuit and some Air Jordans. 
She was loud and cursed a lot as she did my nails. She referred to me as her N-word when other ladies commented on me being in the salon. She was so hood in the hood, and it was amazing to see this side of her. We've been hanging out a lot, and she prefers to eat soul food and wings most of the time, so I had to adjust to that and take antacids at night. At this point, I will do whatever this girl wants to do because the sex is off the chain, and I have a lot of fun with her, even though I have to keep my pistol on me when I'm in her neighborhood. Am I crazy to be falling for this woman? Nope, not at all. I mean, why would you even say that? Uh, one thing for sure is that the heart wants what the heart wants. It doesn't matter if this girl is hood, if she's rocking cornrows, calling you her N-word and cursing a lot while she's doing your nails. You really like her and you want to be with her. It's all in the letter. I mean, just know that this is who she is and, and what she does and don't try to change her. All right. This is who she is. And that's OK. Uh, you need to decide and think about what your future is going to look like with her. And you got to ask yourself some questions. Can you take her to meet your family? Can you go to your work Christmas party when they start having Christmas parties again? Can you take her to church with you? Will you be embarrassed to take her around your friends? And most importantly, can your stomach take much more of the soul food and the wings? Okay. If the answer to all of these questions is yes, then I say go get your girl. Um, you know, but because she's already calling you her N-word and you you called her your girl in the letter. So I think, you know, you guys are a match. There is a saying that opposites attract. attract. This sounds like one of those cases to me, but it sounds okay right now. Steve? Well, my man, the subject is the hood, the bad, and the bougie. But if you wrote this letter about this girl, this letter also tells me a lot about you. You got some concerns about the girl. Understand. I got some concerns about you. So this is going to be a teaching and learning moment for all of us. So when your letter first came out, the hood, the bad and the bougie, I thought it was about our morning show. I'll be quite honest with you because the hood on the show is him. Uh, mm-hmm. Her name her is name. Carla Pharrell. Mm-hmm. The bad on the show is Janthe Brown. Come on. Come on. Keir Spates, Thomas Miles, I'm and myself. And the bougie on the show mm. is the person who just answered this letter. As a bougie person. <laughs> the whole response is bougie. He's already calling you the N-word. And what? <laughs> they ain't even sound right. And you calling her your girl, so, you know. See how bougie that was? Because she the bougie on this show. But it wasn't about this show. It's about this damn letter. And brother, right now, I really don't see the problem you got with the girl. I'm going to show you the problem that's within yourself. You saw this girl, bad dresser, bad figure, bad ride. And you say, Steve, I mean in a good way. I knew exactly what you went home. I've been there. We met in a lounge. She stood out from a group of girlfriends, poised, graceful, watched her sip wine while her friends all loudly chanting and taking shots. She walked past me to get to the bar. I followed this thing to buy her a drink. Hell, I bought the whole bottle. 
We sat at the bar, talked a minute. She gave me a business card so I could come out in her nail salon, get a manicure. I walked her to the car. She kissed you on the cheek. Boy, your ass was in heaven. Ain't nothing wrong because she dress up nice. She clean up nice. She know how to act in public. She got two sides. You saw the good side. But you took your ass to the nail appointment the next morning. You couldn't wait. And when you walked through the door, you met somebody else. You said it wasn't in the best part of town. You got to act like your environment. If you going to get with them, you got to get with them. So now, you're in a bad part of town. You can't be bougie over here. We ain't at the lounge. We at work now. And when I come back, I'll show you what happened. All right. Uh, We'll be back with part two of Steve's response to today's Strawberry Letter, The Hood, The Bad, and The Bougie at 23 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, The Hood, The Bad, and The Bougie. Oh, this man met this very beautiful woman. He says hood and bougie. I understand right off the top. She's a bad dresser, bad figure, bad body, bad walk. You followed her to the bar, end of the bar. You bought her a drink. Y'all talked, walked her to the car. She gave you a business card, kissed you on the cheek. You was in heaven, boy. She was fine, sophisticated while the girls was loud and chanting. She was sipping wine, meaning she know how to be where she is. She know how to act the part, play the role. She had you hook, line, and sinker. It worked, didn't it? Then you showed up the next day at the Men Nail Salon that she owned to get your nails done. Everybody know who she was because she told her you was coming. Now you came to the shop. They rolling their eyes. She right there. She looked totally different. Her hair was in cornrows. She had on a bodysuit and some Air Jordans. That's a nice outfit. You got cornrows. You buy. You wear a bodysuit with some Air Jordans because you know what's sitting down in them Air Jordans. You know that the ankles that's lowered down into these Air Jordans and you got a bodysuit on with it, you know everything that's stuck down in them shoes is right and tight. So she went it, but she got her hand cornrowed. Probably had a wig on last night or a weave or something like that because you didn't pay no attention to the cornrow. So she done put on her best and went out and dressed and she got you right where she wanted. She was loud and she cussed a lot and she did my nails because it was in the worst part of town, you said. She referred to me as her N-word. When other ladies commented on me being in the salon. What he in here for? Oh, this is my end right here. Who you think this is? Who you, you see who he is? You see who he with, don't it? This mine. <laughs> yeah, she was so hood in the hood, and it was amazing to see this side of her. We've been hanging out a lot, and she prefers to eat soul food and wings most of the time, so I had to adjust to that and take antacids at night. Let's stop right here. This here, here the problem we got. What man don't like soul food and chicken wings? What kind of man is you? That's what you're mad about. Well, hell yeah. Now, you in here mad at her because she got cornrows, a bodysuit, and some joints on, and she want to eat soul food and chicken wings. You got to take antacid. Where did the punk ass come from? Every night. Your little ass don't want to eat no soul food and no chicken wings. Now, you got to take antacid. Who has to take antacids for chicken wings? What kind of man is this? You softer than medicated cotton. You in here trying to date somebody that's real and you can't even eat a chicken wing without vomiting. 
your punk ass come from? Hell, you been watching sports and ain't been able to eat no damn chicken wings. <laughs> you ain't probably ain't even got no black friends coming here talking about something. Y'all got some antacids for what? Because I finna eat these wings. What? Who you finna tell this to, man? You black and you can't eat soul food because you need antacids. What? This really what this letter about. It ain't about her being too hood. It's about your ass being soft as medicated cotton. So now, at this point, I would do whatever this girl wants to do because the sex is off the chain and I got a lot of fun with her. And even though I had to keep my pistol on me when I'm in her neighborhood, am I crazy for falling for this woman? You know, I already failed. You whipped, dog. That little tight bodysuit with them cornrows jammed down in them joints. Working with it. Got you sprung. You in love. Why would you leave her? Now, Shirley, with that bougie answer, talking about, you know, will you be able to take her to your mom and to cherish it around your friends? Yeah, because she know how to dress up. She fooled you the night before. She know how to be whatever. She's a chameleon. She knows how to put on and be what she got to be. But you ain't got no problem with her. Whatever she is in that bedroom, obviously, that ain't no problem. You ain't got no problem hanging out and y'all having fun. Seems like a real sweet person to me that knows how to play the game. But show punk ass. She polish up good, everything. What about the part about him having to keep his pistol on him when he's in her neighborhood? <sighs> now listen to me. We just did a story about a celebrity who got followed home who lives in a really, really good neighborhood. The fact that you have to have your pistol in that neighborhood, so you ain't the only one. You ain't the only one got a pistol. I can promise you, you ain't the only one over there got a pistol. I bet you if them girls open up that desk tray at that nail salon, there's about eight of them in there. <laughs> right next to the It's probably one fire. of these stations. <laughs> You just number nine. You gun number nine. There's eight of them in there. So what? You got your pistol on you. So listen to me. What your little scary ass want to do? That's all I got to say. I'm so mad about the soul food chicken wing line. I can't even address nothing else he talking about. Who the hell got to take antacids because they done had some collard greens? You can't so even eat can't have macaroni and cheese. Now, your ass got antacid. You done ate some yams. Now, you got antacid. I'm just trying to figure out what. You done ate some okra. Now, your ass got to take an antacid. I'm trying to figure out how weak are you. Where your little Rudy Poop butt come from? What is you dating a girl for if you can't eat the damn food? Who the hell got to take an antacid after some damn fried chicken? Just shame it. I'm going to apologize to the hood public for reading this ragged-ass letter on our show anyway. Go ahead, sure. Leave us your comments on today's letter on Instagram and Steve Harvey FM. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Up next, Sports Talk with Junior at 46 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is that time for Sports Talk with Junior. What you got, Junior? Come on, Pippin. It's week 10. We got a pick. 
I need pimp. Oh, man, I ain't even ready. Let me sit up. <laughs> What's up, lady? Last week was a disaster, man. Ooh. All right, let me try. Here we go. Get you. I got pimp last week. <laughs> All right, here we go, pimping. Falcons versus the Cowboys. Out. Excuse me? Falcons versus the Cowboys. I'm going with the Cowboys because they lost last week. They ain't finna do this again now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Saints versus the Titans. Oh, I thought the Titans was going to drop off because Derrick Henry fell off. But Mm -mm. then the Saints, they got whooped last week. I'm going with the Titans again. Titans? Uh (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Tosh. (laughs) (laughs) Jaguars versus the Colts. Yeah, nice win last week against the Bills. Jaguars got a nice defense, man, but I can't. You know what? Mm-hmm. Upset of the week. Jaguar going to get on top of them Colts. <laughs> All right, here we go. The Browns versus the Patriots. Browns, I don't give a damn. Right. I got to pull for the Browns. <laughs> Bills Bill versus hell. Jets. The Jets ain't going to be beat the Bills. Bills ain't going to lose two in a row. They so disappointed in they self. <laughs> you go, well, Pippen, I know you're going to hate to pick this one, but the Lions versus the Steelers. Man, yeah, dog, I hate the Steelers with everything in me. And the Lions is 0-8. <laughs> 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 it's tough. Steelers. <laughs> All right, here we go. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington football team. Tampa. Uh-huh. Sorry, Washington. <laughs> Until y'all get a name, I really am losing respect for y'all. <laughs> Washington football team. Yeah. The damn name or something. Come on now. <laughs> Carolina Panthers versus the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, come yes. back. Okay, here we go. Vikings versus the Chargers. Oh, that's going to be rough, man. I got news for you, man. The Chargers, man, they kind of making some adjustments on them. Mm-hmm. Did the Vikings win last week? Uh, no, they didn't last week. Baltimore. No, no, they didn't Baltimore, win last Yeah, Baltimore week. came back yeah. and beat them. Chargers. There it is. Eagles versus the Broncos. God, Ooh. dog. Ooh. Come on, Jalen Hurt. <laughs> them boys played some ball, though, last week, man. Broncos stunned somebody. So Broncos, <sighs> big dog. Eagles, come on, okay. hurt. Oh, okay, Philly. Okay, Philly. Seahawks versus the Packers. Oh, man. Aaron Rodgers playing some ball. He's suspended, though, ain't he? Yeah, he might not play this Sunday. We're not sure yet. He got to pass that COVID test. Mm. He could be lying about all of it, though. If he playing, it's going to be the Packers. If he ain't playing, because my boy Russell ain't back yet. Thank you. Coming up next, we'll do a round of Would You Rather <laughs> at the top of the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now, guys, for Would You Rather Let's Go. Guys, would you rather wear high heel shoes, men's high heel shoes, for one year? Would you rather wear men's high heel shoes for one year or get a permanent tattoo of your ex on your forehead? Hey, man, I'm wearing them damn high. No good in hell with Tommy. We all know Tommy Hansen. Boy, I'm finna be six foot one? What? What? Got my pumps on? What? What? Tommy got some cold stilettos. (laughs) I promise you my ex ain't getting tattooed on my damn forehead. 
What was that? I walk in men's high heel shoes. I walk in women's high heel shoes before I do that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not looking in that mirror reliving that. No, sir. Next question. Yeah. I like we can one. take we can take them shoes off. Six one. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you because I'm having a hard time working and walking in regular shoes. So there's no way in hell I'm putting my big ass in some high heels. It's just you ain't happening. got enough room on your forehead though. <laughs> Put them X's on there. Boy, you gonna have people's names all across your eyes and everything. <laughs> Bleak, Jay, so we can see the last name. <laughs> I'm not going Stop smiling. What is that? Go ahead, <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, would you rather have your first child when you're 18, or would you rather have your first child when you're 40? Oh, 40. 40. Oh, 40. Oh, God. 40. Uh, 40, because I had a child at 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Winton was born when I was 40. I was born to my mother and father when she was 42. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That 18? Mm-mm. Do you have Can't. a question about what age you could give all three of them back? Because that's what yeah. I would <laughs> That's what you would rather? That's what yeah. you would yeah. rather for do? That, I love them now, but what age could you give all, all of them? All right. My baby at 39. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> would you rather be four foot five? Or would you rather be seven? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, Shirley, now wait. Wait, No, wait. No, stop. Now, what you're not going to do, look, look, we're not going to keep, we're doing high heel shoes, but you're picking them, Shirley. And I think we're picking on him now. Oh. I just think we're picking on him. I ain't no four foot seven. Well, I don't say you, you were, you know but we asking a lot of hype questions. It was about high heel shoes, oh, and now we on here talking about would you rather be four feet? He can't yeah. help that, Shirley. Oh, okay. All oh, right. so now we're attacking him? Is that what you think? Yeah, he yeah, cannot thank help you. that thank he is you, short. Thank you so much. I'd rather Man. not answer the question. Now let's move well, on. Well, let's to find another. out what the question is, though. It's would you rather I, be four five or seven seven? You know, good Whoa. and hell well, he'll want to be 7'7". Seven, seven. <laughs> yeah, you For answer your you. part. I answer, you don't know what I want to be. You fit <laughs> yeah. to be 7'7". Seven, seven. Trust me. You miserable down there where you at now. 4'7", <laughs> oh, you don't even like feet. being 5'7". Hell, you're going to lose change, another I'd foot I'd rather fall. change the question. Yeah. Okay. You know, you miserable seven. at 5'7". Seven. Seven. Ain't no telling what 4'7 going to do to you. At least be 7'7". Seven, seven. <laughs> all right, I'm all right, not here a lot, but when I'm here, that's there's always a height question every week. Yeah, <laughs> oh, is that right, Tommy? Tommy? <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jay. Come on, would Shirley. you guys rather have a full hairy chest or bushy underarms? <laughs> a full hairy <laughs> chest. Uh, None of it. You gonna put it on my See, that, underarm? That, that, I got to go with the chest because that de- that underarm, that deodorant don't take. It won't it won't yeah. hold yeah. under there with all hair that. Hold, yeah, because it right. can't get through the hair, um, <laughs> and the funk drips down onto the hair. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have the chest. You knock somebody out standing next to you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, man, I feel Junior, like we need to go shave right now. Chest. Right. Yeah, like, no, that's me. Damn. I'm going to go with underarm. I'm just going to put him in the shirt. Oh, Junior's going you know, with underarm. I can't have everything coming out of my chest like I'm Barry White or something. I ain't <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's today's version of Would You Rather. Thank you, guys. Coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
right, guys. So listen to this new survey. It says that single men, single men don't care about sex anymore. 81% of those hmm. surveyed admitted that sex is now less about? important than yeah, when the pandemic started. Doctor said as doctor said as things got messed up because of COVID, testosterone levels dropped. So there's a scientific answer for it. So single guys are having less sex and may have a greater appreciation for love and relationships. They lying. They ain't who they talk to. What, 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 <laughs> well, what let's ask our single men on the show. You ain't ask no single men on the show. Uh huh. Well, you finna get two totally different answers. Go ahead. Well, go Junior ahead. And go, go ahead. Watch this. Watch this right here. Come on. Junior, Junior, you go first. Go oh, ahead, yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, that's a lie. That's a god doggone lie. I, I, I don't know who they surveyed. I swear, I probably ain't come by miles. I don't care, <laughs> pandemic. I, it could be a I, regular day. I appreciate sex with or without some damn body. I'm getting it in. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sir, 81%. I ain't mad at you, <laughs> Yeah, eighty-one. No. Junior, did you surveys. did you want sex during COVID during the, Tommy, during the pandemic? Tommy, it, it had to be a pandemic. What man that you know single don't want sex all the time? He just wanted company. <laughs> and if you came I'm over there, man, he was hoping that it would lead to sex. I told you, I had went against a lot of my laws because my neighbor across the hall white. I, when she opened her door, I opened mine. I was just trying to see. <laughs> I went against everything I stood for. I've never dated a white woman until the pandemic hit. All right, we'll have more at 33 minutes after, right after this. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Listen up, Tommy. Actress Halle Berry has tapped Cardi B to help with an all-female album for her upcoming Netflix movie. The movie is called Bruised. Halle will make her directorial debut with Bruised, in which she stars as a shamed MMA fighter. Uh, the all-female soundtrack will feature six songs. Cardi B, Her, Sweetie, City Girls, Lotto, and others will be prominently featured in critical moments of the film. Halle said, I love seeing women of color who are now writing, directing, producing, telling their own stories. She said it's important because for so long, black women have had their stories told through the eyes of white men. Now we get to realize our own stories, and that's exciting. Halle going to be an MMA fighter in the movie? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me go and say this right now. Everybody in this movie, my baby, nobody better not hit my baby. I'm telling you, y'all better be tapping out every time you get in the ring with her. I'm telling you that right now. Nobody better not Tommy, touch no Halle Berry. Tommy. And I mean that. Tommy. Huh? Halle is 50. And what? Ain't nobody in the MMA 50. Okay. Well, yeah. But I'm just... I'm just, I'm just setting saying. you up to understand. She bout to get her ass knocked out. <laughs> this movie is she called better not bring not now in MMA fight in there to shoot no real footage. <laughs> Hallie no is finna uh-huh. get knocked smooth. Uh, what's she the name of the movie? Co- <laughs> she did on that movie. No, the name of the movie is Bruised. Bruised. <laughs> they may not have changed the name of the movie to <laughs> F'd Up. <laughs> Is Cardi B in there too, Shane? She's Woo. on the soundtrack, Tommy. Okay. She came with this. Cardi B. <laughs> I just finna say, this rain finna look real different with Cardi B up in there now. It's gonna look real different. Wow! Yeah. Fill okay. it up with some fine. I'm a huge Cardi B fan, man. Me too. I am too. I love Cardi B. Just, I don't really know nothing about the music, but her interviews, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. She's Outstanding. Fun. 
outstanding. I like her. She's so cool. Yeah. Fun. Fun. Smart. She's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Big up to Hallie. Bruce. Yeah. For, for directing. Yeah. First yeah. time out. Yeah. I'm good. All right. Yeah. Can you make me feel good? You make me feel good. I'll be having I'll be having dreams of that boy. That right there. Can you make me feel good? How long you done had that damn dream? Huh? Jesus. Man, did I tell you, Unc, I had a dream. I was at an NBA game. You were? I came out. I, I was at an NBA game, football, basketball game. Came out the stand. And I slapped somebody's shot, man. Boy, man, boy, if you the best no NBA in... game, it just looked like one. It was a little Hold league up, game. It just, that was a Hold dream up. you had. You came out the stands and blocked an NBA shot. <laughs> I blocked, I blocked the dude's shot. He was coming to the hole. I pent him up. Um, mm. I was cold. Okay. I was cold. Mm. All right. Uh, coming Jesus. up next, it's our last break of the day. <laughs> And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. This is no lie. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. This is our last break of the day, our last break of the week. Before we get out of here, uh, we do want to thank Judge Faith Jenkins for stopping by today and telling us about her new book. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sis Don't Settle. Yes, sisters. Y'all got to pick that up. Very informative. Yeah. Hey, 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 what we doing? Jacksonville, Florida tonight, baby. What? The Ramona Pavilion (laughs) Ballroom. The nephew. Yeah, nephew Tommy and Friends comedy show tonight. Two shows. Two shows tomorrow. 7 and 10. Yeah, the nephew. Jacksonville. Duval. Duval. (laughs) Have fun tonight now. Why we shouting out Vegas? Here I come, baby. December 10th and 11th. Westside Oasis of Vegas. Vegas, baby. What happened in Vegas will be me. That's what the hell's happening. Me, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? It's time for us to take a Vegas trip, on. I think it's time for a a Vegas trip. What you think? I do too, man. man. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to be able to get there for Christmas. Well, I could, though. (laughs) No, but I'm... Christmas morning in Vegas. No, I mean, how much jet fuel we need to get out there? What what we need? Let's not talk about that on the air because you're not going to... I'm cheap. when I give you the number, you're not going to like the number. I I, I, I got got some on gas. I got sandwiches. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, cool. All right, what you want to know? Go ahead and ask me. Go ahead. Okay, so we want to take a fella's trip to Vegas. We're going to leave from Atlanta. We're going to go to Vegas. (laughs) We're going to leave from Atlanta. We're going to fly private. Mm-hmm. We flying right, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, good. Cool. G4, so, let's go. What you want to know? I don't know what G4 mean. I think that sounds like some sneakers, but okay, G4, whatever you, whatever you mean. So what what do we have to do to fill up the G4? What do you mean to fill it up? Jet fuel. With sandwiches. What's it going to cost us to get to, to Vegas? Jet fuel. On the G4, round trip. On the G, round trip, G4, Atlanta, Vegas. About 85. 8500 8, we good 8500 me and junior split that 85 Jay going to bring food we go down there Jay got food see that's why we are not well, going I got the sandwiches can can I ask a question now maybe maybe so depend sh- on but it's a shortage of jets right now so that's why they so high mm-hmm. okay well can i mean I if it go from 8500 to 10 grand we we still cool with that no no I, yeah 84000 84,000. To go to Vegas? That's what, 84, that's to why I took what? sandwiches. You see what I'm talking about? I'm not in no trouble. <laughs> you back on That's the why snack. I jumped on sandwiches. Tommy with his self, I, I got the gas. Okay, get the gas. You got it. 
Why is I'm it eight and four thousand? And then I'm gonna make a stop at the subway. We gonna be good. I'm gonna bring just to be safe four sandwiches a piece in case y'all real hungry. That's <laughs> do the math. What's the math on that? How many sandwiches I got? And five dollar foot long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But now let's 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 back up. Why is this costing so much? Is this because of COVID or something? Everybody blame everything. <laughs> okay, listen to me. I just told you not to talk about this on the air. I just said that. Because this is the part that I get to. I can't explain it to you. Why, why, they why don't do have discounts. You get rich angry with me. I don't like that when you do that. When you get rich Listen angry. to me. Why do you... At, when you're in a high-end luxury item, there are no discounts up there. You don't get money off of Bugatti. You don't get money off yachts. You don't get money off on private jets because it's a high luxury item. There's no discounts here. I don't know what to tell you. That's what they charge. And they, they're not finna lower it because you say it's too high. They well, not. How much, how much undo it costs us if somebody already going that way? Can we just get in with them? How, Listen, they you can get, you can buy, you, what y'all need to do, look, you need to look at the it's groups like Southwest. Wheels Up. It's called Wheels Up. They got a lot of organizations where you can buy seats on planes going that way. They need to drive. Okay, can I just say something else? I'm, and I'm Southwest. talking to Tommy and Junior. You should have jumped on something you could afford. That's why I got sandwiches. Because, see, I well, knew nothing you know, there was the no price that he could throw at me that I couldn't handle well, with then, sandwiches. I, I feel you, Jay. Well, no here, I come, here I come. I got all the water. I promise you, I get water. <laughs> I get water. You won't be thirsty on your way to Vegas. I know that. You'll be, you'll be real hydrated when we land. And Tommy got gas since he want to jump all What's, on gas. <laughs> you got gas. I can't get water. Jay got That's Man, you know what? Good. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll catch a we'll catch a FedEx plane. They they gonna stop in Memphis. We we'll keep on going after that. We'll do that. We ain't, we ain't finna be. We'll on wrap this ourselves flight. up yeah. like packages and yeah. go go on FedEx. <laughs> you mean, ain't gonna believe how rough that ride is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's still private if we the only fellas on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We get to move about the cabin. Everything. <laughs> We get to open some stuff. Who knows what we might find? Yeah. Yeah, might find my stuff on here. See, this reason I ain't want to have this conversation, man. This is exact yeah. quite reason I ain't want to have this conversation. It took a turn. It did. Man, it all just right. always do. Okay. Uncle, let me he ask you this. always want to do something let he ain't got no money for. Okay, since we can't we can't forward that part, would you just join us as we the majority, me, Jay, and Tommy? Would you just get on a flight with us to Vegas? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. First, so first we, make- we all fly in spirit. We trying to save. We trying to have money when we save. get there. And we just so go out in spirit. Yeah. And we Ain't got no to Ain't no problem. I cool. See y'all out there. <laughs> you can't fly spirit you with us. You can't fly with us. Oh, uh, you can't fly spirit I don't, with us. I don't. I don't. I don't really want to do that, dog. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> see, that's not a good spirit. I get on Delta. That's not, yeah, that's not a good spirit. You I don't want me like get on Delta right with now. you. I get on Delta with you. You want me get on United? I get on. We gonna get on a name brand airplane. Spirit is name brand. Save money. Yeah. No, that ain't. You know. Why don't you just get on the generic and just just fly plane? <laughs> just going there. They ain't got no name on the plane. They just got plane on it. Just a white plane with black writing. That's why we're going spirit. Well, that's it for today. Y'all have a great day. I'm tired of y'all. Have a great weekend. Enjoy yourself. We'll be back Monday morning with more of this ignorance. Y'all be good. Talk to God. He love to hear from you. Holler at you. <laughs> 
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 